Donald Wayne, and this is Trice Talk Mini Pod for July the 4th, Sunday, 2021. I hope everybody had a wonderful July 4th holiday today. Um, I, I know it was uh, kind of noisy in our neighborhood, but well, it's actually been noisy all weekend. I think they've been shooting fireworks off since uh, Friday night here around us but um our subdivision had its own fireworks show tonight kind of like it did last year because everything was shut down and uh uh, probably an hour before the fireworks went off here we had stuff going off all around us and other neighborhoods so uh it was quite quite a show around here tonight but I hope uh, all of you that uh, I had an opportunity to uh, see some fireworks tonight, if um, if you so desired. That's kind of a traditional thing. But anyway, it's going to be a short mini pod tonight, and I I just want to do a couple of things. Uh, I've had a story that's been kind of festering in my head for the last few days since the first time that I heard about it, and. Um, and then, then I've got one little special thing that I'm going to do after I do this story. So the first thing I'm going to do tonight is um, it's in the, let's see, what is this? It's deadline.com. And it's an article entitled, Macy Gray says it's time for a new American flag that represents all of us in Juneteenth op-ed. So evidently the story was written um a week or so ago, a couple of weeks ago. And uh, actually, it was posted on this site on June the 19th by Matt Grobar, I believe. That's the name there. Uh, but And I've kind of held on to it. And I, I was, there was a couple of opportunities I had to talk about it on the regular Tristock Live. But I uh, thought I'd hold off and just do it for a mini pod so I could um, spend a little bit more time on it and also 
uh, follow it up with something special. So let me start with this article. And Matt goes on to say, on Saturday, Macy Gray published an op-ed calling for a redesign of the American flag. She opened the piece pen for Market Watch by observing that the Confederate flag, which was created as a symbol of opposition to the abolishment of slavery, has recently proven tired. We don't see it much anymore, she wrote. However, on the 6th of January, when the stormers rained on the nation's most precious hut, waving old glory, the memo was received. The American flag is its replacement. So in the very first two paragraphs, she's made a statement that the Confederate flag, which is actually, if you want to get technical, the Confederate flag that, uh, that is so much hated by so many people in this country was actually the Confederate battle flag. It wasn't the real Confederate flag of the Confederacy or the flag of the Confederacy. It was the battle flag, but it was the one uh, most, most popular and it was used by the Klan and, and, uh, so that, that became the object there. But she's saying that now the Confederate flag is no longer popular and the American flag has taken its place. Uh, all right. The Grammy winner went on to address President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris and members of Congress directly. She says, the American flag has been hijacked as a code for specific belief. God bless those believers. They can have it. Like the Confederate, it is tattered, dated, divisive, and incorrect, she wrote. It no longer represents democracy and freedom. It no longer represents all of us. It's not fair to be forced to honor it. It's time for a new flag. Gray subsequently gave a visual breakdown of our current flag, suggesting that while there have long been 50 stars on it, there should be 52. In her opinion, an extra pair of stars should go to Washington, D.C. and Puerto Rico, which she noted have been lobbying for statehood for decades. She goes on to say both have been de denied, since statehood would allow each territory's elected officials seats in the House, assuming D.C. reps would be African-American and Puerto Rican reps would be Hispanic, the ultimate assumption is that these elected officials would be Democrat, Gray wrote. That alone is racist. Then there are the flag's white stripes which were intended to represent the purity and innocence, according to the Smithsonian. America is great. It is beautiful. Pure it ain't, wrote Gray. It is broken and in pieces. In her opinion piece, Gray also gave a detailed description of the flag as she believes it should be. What if the stripes were off-white? 
What if there were 52 stars to include DC and Puerto Rico? What if the stars were the colors of all of us, your skin tone and mine, like the uh, melanin scale, she said. The blue square represents vigilance and perseverance, and the red stripes stand for valor. America is all of those things, so what if those elements of the flag remained? In her piece, Gray included a sketch of the American flag she thinks would better fit the America of today. She wrapped things up by reminding readers that the current version of the flag was designed in 1959 by a 17-year-old named Bob Heft. Back then, there were only 48 states, though Hawaii and Alaska were up for statehood and ended up getting included as stars in Heft's design. He crafted a new flag with 50 stars for then future, the then future, because things had changed, wrote Gray. 62 years later in 2021, we have changed and it's time for a reset, a transformation, one that represents all of the states and all of us. Well, that's Macy Gray's opinion about the American flag. And I've said before on, on our show at Trice Talk that I, rep, I, I, um, I respect people's opinions about issues in this country. And I understand that uh, different races, different cultures, uh, different uh, religions maybe even, may have different takes on what certain things mean in this country. But it's amazing to me that so many people uh, risk everything in their lives and, and give up everything in their lives to be able to have a chance to live in this country. And it used to be, most of them, with the desire to become American citizens, but I question whether that is even uh, on the table anymore uh, because of how we've conducted ourselves, especially this year, but in years past. So if America doesn't represent the things that are important to the people that are coming here, why do they risk everything to come here? You know, these people that want to say that America needs to be transformed, that all of, all of these things of our past, all of these uh, statues and, and, and symbols of what America was needs to be changed and done away with because those aren't good symbols anymore because we were a nation of hatred. We were a nation of racist. We were a nation of white supremacists. We were a nation of on and on and on that were bad, according to liberals today. America's obsolete. But the odd thing about that is, if America's obsolete and they change it, 
dramatically to suit what they think would work. How long do you think America could survive? How long do you think it would still be, be a place that people risk their lives all around the world to come here for a chance at their dream? So Macy Gray has a right to feel the way that she does, but this this whole thing of getting rid of the American flag, too many people have died under that flag. Too many people have fought and given everything for the ideals that were symbolized by that flag. And unfortunately, I think people like Macy Gray really have no clue of what the cost of that that flag is. And there's a lot of comments to to what she said there, and there were there were people who supported her feelings about that, about changing the American flag, getting rid of it. But I think she really sums up the insanity of her argument in the in the like I said in the very first couple of paragraphs when she said the Confederate flag is no longer the symbol that the American flag has taken over taken the place of the Confederate flag as a symbol of the racist nation. All right, I'm going to play something here as soon as I can pull it up. And I wanted something to kind of counter that. I mean, again, that's her opinion, okay? She can have it. She probably couldn't have that opinion in in very many other countries in the world without facing far more consequences than she faces here just because she she'll get people who will say um, will counter her point dramatically. Um, so let me. Uh, I usually don't use this when I'm uh, doing the mini pods, but I'm going to use this because this is the only place I could find it. So I'm going to play this, and this is um, some of you may have already heard this uh, before, but I think it it bears repeating on a day like today, uh, an occasion like today, symbolic of the Fourth of July, and it's about our flag. And it's Johnny Cash, and it's called um, the Tattered Ragged Old Flag. And I hope that you like that. Let me see if I can get this keyed up here. Well, that's the fireworks. I walked through a county courthouse square on a park bench, an old man was sitting there. I said, your old courthouse is kind of run down. He said, no, it'll do for our little town. I said, your old flagpole has leaned a little bit. 
And that's a ragged old flag you got hanging on it. He said, have a seat. And I sat down. Is this the first time you've been to our little town? I said, I think it is. He said, I don't like to brag, but we're kind of proud of that ragged old flag. You see, we got a little hole in that flag there when Washington took it across the Delaware. And it got powder burned the night that Francis Scott Key said, watching it right and say, can you see? And it got a bad rip in New Orleans with Packingham and Jackson tugging at its seams. And it almost fell at the Alamo beside the Texas flag, but she waved on though. She got cut with a sword at Chancellorsville and she got cut again at Shiloh Hill. There was Robert E. Lee, Beauregard and Bragg and the south wind blew hard on that ragged old flag. On Flanders Field in World War One, she got a big hole from a Bertha gun. She turned blood red in World War Two. She hung limp and low a time or two. She was in Korea, Vietnam. She went where she was sent by her Uncle Sam. She waved from our ships upon the briny foam, and now they've about quit waving back here at home. In her own good land here, she's been abused. She's been burned, dishonored, denied, refused. And the government for which she stands is scandalized throughout the land. And she's getting threadbare and she's wearing thin, but she's in good shape for the shape she's in. She's been through the fire before, and I believe she can take a whole lot more. So we raise her up every morning, we take her down every night, we don't let her touch the ground, and we fold her up right. On second thought, I do like to brag, because I'm mighty proud of that ragged old flag. I actually remember uh, Johnny Cash. <laughs> Some of your older listeners may remember that Johnny Cash used to have a variety show a number of years ago. I believe it was in the 70s. And I remember the night that they, they played that, or at least I saw the rerun of it. And, um, you know, it's it was hard to watch that without just getting a little emotional. Um, and it's better when you can actually see it on the screen and see Johnny Cash, uh, you know, do the rendition of that. But the American flag represents a lot more than what someone like Macy Gray could ever understand or anyone else who wants to tear it down and if you think about it it's if you tear down the flag if you tear down the institutions if you destroy all of the history 
that has brought this country to where we are today, if you destroy its documents, if you try to change it to the point where you think it needs to be so it stands for everyone, I think you'll find out that it'll end up not standing for anybody. The American flag has always stood for the American people. Even though many times in our history, we have failed that. We have not lived up to that symbol of freedom in this country for a number of reasons. But there's always been enough people in this country realizing the wrongs and trying to right the wrongs, that that symbol still deserves the respect that deserved for so many years. You don't modernize something like that. Oh, you change it, you know, when states are added over the years. Yes, that's the process. But to completely destroy it and start over, trying to make it represent what you feel like this country is today, would pretty much dishonor everyone that has fought and died for American values, for the American beliefs. Those beliefs that have come to the aid of the entire, you know, so many countries throughout history, through two world wars and other conflicts. People have died on foreign soil to help other people be free. But never forget that more people died here on American soil in the Civil War than all the other conflicts that we've lost lives and all the other conflicts around the world. Have you ever thought about what it'd be like to be living in another country? What would your life be like in another country? And I realize that depending on where you live, who you are, your life experiences, may have a big effect on how you see this country today. But regardless of who you are, where you live, the ultimate truth is your life would be totally different if you lived in some other country. You might think it couldn't get any worse, 
than it is now for you in some places. But I'm sure there's lots of people living in other countries in the world, like China and Russia, Afghanistan, Iran, that would beg to differ with you. You might think that some other countries look like they would not have any race issues or class issues. Good luck finding that country. The truth is for all of our problems, we are the shining beacon of freedom on that hill. So much so that people will risk their lives and leave everything behind for a chance to live here and become American citizens, or at least that's the way that it was for so many years. Um, now there's people in Washington and across the country that are trying to, you know, make it such that people don't really have to, um, they, they basically try to make it too easy for people to come here and become Americans. There was a time to come to America. There were certain things that you had to experience or certain things that you had to learn about this country. Uh, we more or less educate you in a sense of what it is to be an American citizen. And I'm, I'm, I get the feeling that there's so many people in Washington, D.C. right now that could care less about that. They figure if you get here, slap an American citizen tag on you and, and you're good to go. Yes, America is a melting pot. But you still... need to understand what has made this country what it is today as American ideals. Our Constitution, which in spite of some of our leaders over, over the many years, in spite of the corruption that we have in Washington, D.C., and other places in the country. It is still the glue that help us hang on to the vision that those men had in the founding of this country. The American people, despite what liberals want you to believe, in my heart, I know that they're mostly good people who all want the same thing in life, to be able to live their lives freely. They want to live by their own devices. They want to be able to provide for their families. They want the ability to determine their own future, make their own choices, and not have those things done for them. Because when you let somebody else make all of your decisions for you, are you really free?
I don't think so. I stand for the American flag. It's been flying over our country for over 200 years. And I think for all that it's been through, it's more than earned our respect. Happy 4th of July, America. I'm Donald Wayne. This has been Trash Talk Mini Pod. Thanks for listening. Thank you.